countries we say this is the greatest country in the world. It's the greatest country in the world for certain people. For most people, this isn't the greatest country in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what you know about benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear. That rapper jersey, the vision is clear. Diamonds glisten like a chandelier. You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch. It clutch time, we do not flinch. Real brothers, we do not switch. Hit home runs with the right pitch. Who run the city? What to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010. Taking an L, all I need is a win. This is his business, you know how they go. They playing the seats, now it's time to grow. Tune in now, gotta be in the know. Showtime, bitch, my butter blow. We know. Bench Mob ENT Podcast. We are back in person, full squad. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, but this first episode, uh, with heavy hearts, we're going to have to talk about everything that's happening in this country as of late, specifically. But it's been going on for a very long time. Um, but before we get into that, of course, do our introductions and let me know who's on the show and how everybody's doing. So we're grabbing Mr. Hot Takes. The patient mother says, Mary, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, man. I mean, as well as you can be under these circumstances. That's what I'm doing. CJ, money bags, how you looking? I'm all right, man. You know, like you said, you said it perfectly when you got heavy hearts, so, you know, we got into the conversation from over there. Miles, how you looking? I'm all right. So, if y'all don't know, um, for the reason that y'all wouldn't know this, we had two mass shootings in the last two weeks. Buffalo, which was a situation that was different from the one yesterday, where it was literally a race situation. Black people, people of color were targeted. Then yesterday, a shooting where a place that you would not expect it, that you would not want, a school where if anywhere you should be able to send your children to be safe, it should be school. Um, so I'm going to start off with like my reactions and my viewpoints on everything that's happened. Simply put, at this point, it kind of puts me in a situation where it's like it's speechless. Um, this continues to happen. Um, staggering numbers every time it comes, you know, things like this happen. We get the situation happen, we get the viral video of somebody eloquently explaining it, like Steve Kerr. We get the stats that come out, the pictures that show all the crazy stats like 222 mass shootings have happened this year, and it's only on day 144. It's such a terrible thing that happened in this country, as much as we say this is the greatest country in the world, it's the greatest country in the world for certain people. For most people, this isn't the greatest country in the world. And it puts me in a position where I don't really have the words. I don't know what could be done. The only thing I know I can do at this point, I pray for the people that make the decisions, 
regarding the guns. I pray for people that are involved. I pray for the families. Um, how I believe the Bible says certain things come by prayer and fasting. In this situation, that's all I can do. I pray, I fast. I pray, I fast. I'm a strong believer that prayer still works. I've seen stuff this week in my family that only was God. And that was literally because of prayer. So when will things change? Who knows? What needs to be done to change things? We kind of know what needs to be done. But the thing is, the people that have the power to make these decisions aren't making these changes. So it puts me, everybody else going to have a peace. It puts me in a situation of being, I'm kind of like speechless, like, it's the same, same cycle, same cycle when it comes to mass shooting, when it comes to black lives actually mattering. Like this country is in such shambles. It doesn't make sense. You can literally get a gun with no problem. Like you're getting a pack of gum, but you got mothers out here struggling to get baby formula. We're low on baby formula. We, we got guns. Lord. I'm going to pass it to whoever want to step up and speak on how this has affected them, where they put them mentally, and everything that's been going on. I mean, like you said, I read somewhere that it's easier to get a gun in this country than it is to actually rent a car from wherever you want to rent a car. Like, gun laws allow you to get a gun at 18, but you gotta be 25 to run a car, which is, I saw that and I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So, um, I mean, we've all been on this earth for almost 30 years. So we've heard of the Columbine story. That was years ago. Now, that was bad. That one was bad. And then graduating high school 10 years ago, one in, in Connecticut, uh, Sandy Hook. That happened, and that was the largest shooting in an elementary school ever. And then now we have this one this year. It's just like, when, when does it end? When does it stop? Because just, if you're a parent, how do you feel comfortable sending your kids to school when like I'm sure some of those parents didn't see that coming at all. Like um, it's just tough. Like you just see so many times where you send these parents send their kids to school and they're the next time they see them is in a morgue where like no no parent should be burying that child. So I mean it's tough for me to even talk about it because when I think about it, I think my own kid and um, now it's just bringing up thoughts like when I send him to school, like I hug him a lot tighter than I, I usually do sometimes. It's like what if I don't actually see him like in his lively form again, it's one of those things where like now we have to think about it, we gotta prepare our kids for these moments. And 
I mean, I don't know what else the schools can do because it's not like they're going to have armed guards and a lot of security at these elementary schools. These are young kids. You think that this is a safe place, but I mean, maybe you need to have somebody out there armed, which is kind of crazy. Because this is like elementary kids represent the innocence in all of us. Like that was when we were at our most innocent. Like not affected by politics, not affected by racism. We're just living and and breathing and enjoying life and for, for somebody to come out here and, and just don't even know these kids you just you kill them and they didn't get to live their, their lives yet it's not easy stressful man i mean Tony and I were talking earlier before y'all got here, and you know, we were talking about like when we were kids, right? The the worst thing that we had to do or worry about before we came home was, you know, we were outside playing manhunt, right? And we the worst thing we had to worry about was being home before the streetlights came on. And now these kids have to worry about like if I go to school the next day, am I gonna come home? That's it's, it's a crazy thing to think about where School, like we said, school's supposed to be the safest place for these kids, and to have parents worry about sending their kids to school, not knowing if they're going to be able to pick their kids up from school that day is, is government. It's heartbreaking. It's all of those things, and there's something to be said about gun legislation and, and policy changes in terms of making it harder for people to get guns. That is not the entire answer in terms of that's going to prevent all this in, in changing, but it's a start. And I'm going to tell you guys a story uh, because I'm a gun owner, right? So I'm going to tell you the story of you know how easy it was for me to purchase a gun and, and get approved for a gun. When I was, uh, this is last year, you know, I wanted to, to get my gun covered so I can go to the range and, and shoot and again, just, just have a gun for, for that purpose, go to the range and be able to shoot it. And when I tell you the application to purchase uh, or to get approved for my permit was easier than applying for a job, but I mean it. I didn't have to write a cover letter. I didn't have to, you know, answer a bunch of screening questions. There were a few questions that you had to answer. Um, and the questions, you know, pretty much involved you know, talking about, you know, have you ever been admitted to a, a site facility or anything like that? Um, and they're just like, yes or no questions, multiple choice, boom, 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 just click it on them. And then at the end of it, all you do is uh, select a local facility of where you're going to go get your fingerprints done, right? And for me, someone that's never been in the system and, you know, never been convicted of a crime or anything like that, I was approved within three, three weeks, three, four weeks. I was able to go purchase my first gun. Like, that's what I feel like part of the problem is it shouldn't be that easy. Not one call did I get in terms of an interview about, you know, just talking to me about my past, uh, you know, medical history, anything. Like, it just seemed insane to me that 
you would take computer answers from someone that you never looked at, never talked to, and said, okay, yep, you're approved for a gun. You know, we talk about Columbine. We talk about Sandy Hook. We talk about Parkland in 2018 in Florida. And there's been more in between those that I'm missing. But it's just so, so sad to think about what these families continue to go through and not feeling hope. I think about how the Sandy Hook parents and families feel. You know, when that happened, you thought there would be change, right? There's been teachings on how to make schools safer and, and arm our schools, and we talk about employing armed security guards and what have you. Want uh, the school resource officers, right? That are that are armed, and all these measures are in place. We saw how the world reacted when 9/11 happened, and we immediately changed how airports operated, right? But these mass school shootings continue to happen, and we're just looking the or the people of power are looking the other way because they want to continue to hold that power. Because um, let's be let's face it, the NRA donates money to these senators' campaigns, and vice versa. They're donating money to the NRA, so it's. It's just insane that we're still talking about this after years of 2022. Yeah. In 2022, we're still having this conversation. And the the part that's most frustrating is we're having the exact same conversation. Like, I'm pretty sure you can find an episode on ABC7 and you're having the same exact conversation. Everything we're saying now. We gotta change this. NRA has too much power. We gotta do this. It's crazy we can't send our kids to school. We don't know if they're gonna come home. We don't know in general. We can't go to a place of worship. We can't go to a supermarket. We can't, and on the other flip side of it too, we can't be free enough to be like, all right, in 2022, Nah, we shouldn't have to worry about the color of people's skin being targeted for shootings. We shouldn't have to think about kids, elementary kids, that represent innocence being targeted in 2022. America... It isn't the greatest country in the world. For some people, it is. But for most people, this ain't the greatest country in the world. When you look at the stats of seeing no other country in the world has hit double digits in mass schools this year. The closest country got eight. We got 222. No other country in the world has double digits. We're the greatest country in the world. We not even six months into the year. I digress. When you talk talking last, it's tough because you gotta say a lot of things that I would I would have said in the very beginning. But um, I don't know. I mean, I I I, I feel I feel horrible, but I 
feel horrible and saying what I'm also about to say too, where there's just this, this numbness because I'm, I'm really used to this. When that headline came across the, the TV and I, and I had seen it and it was on Twitter and everything, there was no shock at all for me, at all. I, I wasn't surprised. I was like, oh, where did it happen? Oh, it's like, yeah, it sounds about right. Okay, like, what happened? Oh, yeah, not surprised. Like, that happened any given day. I mean, the, you could start, you would have a hard time asking yourself where people haven't gotten shot in this country than where people have. People got shot in supermarkets, people got shot in movie theaters, people got shot. It's unspeakable. Okay, concerts, whatever. Like all types of crazy stuff happen every day. And it all goes back to the one simple thing. I mean, for me, when I when I heard this story, it, it okay, like, yeah, the NRA donates a lot of money to Republican campaigns, because we don't call it what it is, because that's really what it is. Um, and it's not, it's, a, it's not, it shouldn't be a political thing, but it just is, and we can't talk about this without talking about politics. But it, 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 it's money is the root of all evil, if you think of it that way. Right, money at the end of the day is, is pulling the strings, and that's why we're not we're talking about the same stuff. We're talking about reeling back, you know, reeling back the, the purchases of money. Not even this like that, just making sure it's not as easy. People people buy it, make sure that if you're gonna sell a gun to somebody, that there's someone who's sane, right? Which by the way, to me I think it's flawed because someone could be sane today and insane tomorrow. They, they don't you know, someone could be sane today and they go from pick up with them. Or they're going to go cheat with their best friend. Now they're all of a sudden they're insane. They're going to be crazy off the wall. So I don't, I don't even agree with that with that ideology. Okay. The reality is, is a couple of things. And one for one, I was, I've looked, I've been in Texas numerous times. Okay, gun culture down the big. Yeah, I walk into a Dick's sporting goods for Miami Shore people, and I walk in there and I see AK forty seven hanging on the wall. I see a rifle, a crazy rifle hanging on the wall. You can go buy that, though. You can buy it. You walk in and out. So um, it, it's crazy. Like it's too easy for people to get weapons of mass destruction these days. And quite, quite frankly, I mean, I think we can all admit that we don't trust society enough. Do we trust society with anything? This is are you serious? Do we trust people with anything? You don't, you don't trust both people with your kids. You don't trust both people with 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 a belonging of yours that matters to you. And you're gonna trust people with a gun, a weapon of mass destruction that can mow people down. What did you think was gonna happen? But why are we surprised this happened? There's no surprise at all. And I'm not saying anyone's surprised, but it's the same conversation. It falls on deaf ears. You want to, and, and I'm tired of the, all right, we'll go for the grassroots level things. Like, I'm tired of it. Frankly, I am. Where I'm at now, I'm, I'm in a place right now where I question democracy. Is this even a democracy? Honestly, is it? Because we're all, I think most people are in agreement that there should be tighter gun restrictions, tighter gun laws in place to make sure that stuff like, stuff like this doesn't happen. I think anyone with two brain cells understands that, right? People who, who actually would talk to you will admit that. Okay, not the, the crazy people that you that you're reading tweets from. But the, at the end of the day, the opinions of most of the majority doesn't matter. And isn't that the whole point of democracy? <laughs> Shouldn't the opinions of the of, of the majority matter? But it doesn't. What matters is whose pockets are getting filled up top by what organization, right? And what their best interests are. And that's it. So it kind of feels like we're running this hopeless race. I'm being real. I guess we're running a really hopeless race because what's going to change? What's, what, what exactly is going to change? You want to put armed guards in schools? Then go ahead. Let's do that in these, let's do these, let's do that in urban neighborhoods. Let's see how it goes. We'll have a whole different problem on our hands. I don't got to go too specific. We already know what it is. And we already seen that movie before. Like, what are we talking about? And plus, we have that in place in certain schools. I have security guards in my school. And I know schools in, in, in certain areas, you have no detectives you walk walking through every day. What does that really stop? 
crazy stuff still happens all the time. Like the reality is, is that the world is the way the world is because people of, of, of people up top and positions of power who who have put themselves in these positions, right? They don't care that it's the way it is because they're still benefiting off of everything that's happened. They benefit. They're benefiting off of the deaths. Those are the people that you mentioned. America's the greatest country in the world. They'll be the first to tell you that. America's the greatest country in the world. And I'm on the same page with you, bro. It really puts, like I said, just being a show, it puts you in this uh, position of this, like, speechlessness. Like, what else can be said? What else needs to be said that hasn't been said? Our parents have been having this conversation when they were kids. Their parents have been having this conversation. Well, think about why we're having a conversation, too. We have this conversation about there's, there's like, there's two polarizing sides of it. One side is, like, don't take away my Second Amendment right. Guns this, guns that. This country has a really weird obsession with guns. And the other side is like, we just want to restrict it, okay? Like, we can't have y'all walking around here with AK-47s at the least. We don't even know why you need a gun in the first place. But fine, you want a gun for, for amusement, whatever. You want to go out in the woods and shoot some frisbee, beer, beer caps, whatever. Cool. But think about how polarizing that is. Whenever things are polarizing, what happens? It drives up the market for whatever you're, you're fighting about. When you tell people they can't have something, what do they want? They what you say... Yes, what you say they can't have. So you think it's a coincidence that now we have these crazy people out here trying to get AK-47, trying to get sniper rifles and all that crazy stuff? No. It's all driven by the NRA. It's perfect marketing for the NRA. These conversations, when these things happen, it's like commercial for the NRA. When Sandy Hook happens, when what happened yesterday happens at the school in Texas, it's a commercial for the NRA. Oh, free marketing. Commercial. Cool. We're going to have the crazy people that we sell to in middle America going out there and buying guns. Because y'all tell them they can't have it which means they wanted more. Just in case, you know, everyone has everyone has a set of rational fear that they're gonna need a strap for some reason. Like everybody, everybody got ops all of a sudden. That, that's that's what we're talking about. Like that's a sick game we're playing. This is it's sick. It's sick. But I don't know, look, I don't know what the solution is. The, solution, the only solution it really is is God. I'm being honest. If we're being real about it, something for real, like what what are we gonna talk about? What man is gonna change this? Seriously, what man what men are gonna change this? Nothing. There's no amount of loss that matters. They didn't draw the line when Sandy Hook happened. When they were putting bullet holes and five-year-olds in Connecticut, it didn't change the gun laws then. You can change tomorrow? No way. It's not, it's not going anywhere. It's really crazy. Like, you might want to homeschool your kids. That's what we're talking about now. It's a, it's a crazy time to be alive. It really is. It, it, the country has no moral compass. There's no Biden tweeted yesterday that, oh, when is, when is enough enough? You're the president, my guy. What do you mean? That's him tweeting that too, and people in power saying that. It's really insensitive to me because, like, you have the power to make it be to the point where enough is enough. You have, like, I get where democracy, but I think it's situations like this is like, all right, now we'll put my foot down. We're passing the law. I will be with you can deal with that. Y'all can hate me. Y'all can vote me out of office after this. But this is where sometimes, like, all right, we always, we always, always, not minding our business and going to these other countries to produce democracy, to get more money, because the love of money is the root of all evil. We're doing that. Don't never take care of what the problem is at home. But some of these countries, they low-key be better off when it's just somebody that's making all the rules like, yo, this is what the rule is. I run this. This is how we do it. Because then when you get all these other people's laws, all these other opinions, 
now you're talking about you not keeping something. You got the one person, let it go. You got the other person, I think we should restrict it. Now we just we just back and forth, going back and forth, doing votes, not voting, not passing, not passing up there. Oh, and the people that hey, you want to restrict it, but there's money involved. If I can put a little money in your pocket, um, I'll be quiet. Right, that's what I'm saying. At the I'll end of the day, democracy is only is is it, it, tainted. It, it, it's not really a democracy. It's about where the money's at. The money trail. Follow the money trail. The money trail is the NRA. They put money on politicians' pockets. So this is they're not going to do. They're not going to pass that bill that's sitting in, in the Senate that's been sitting there for four. Five years, however long we've been here on that table, they're not going to pass it because the money's there already. So, it, how can we say it's democracy? And that's why you see these senators too, like putting on a facade on, on Twitter and when they speak in front of the, the cameras and the media, right? You got mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell talking about him and his wife grieving for the lost ones and how this is such a tragedy and you know enough is enough. But yet, you donated thirteen million dollars to the NRA and you have donated thirteen million dollars to the NRA, and you know you, you're the same guy that's. Uh, you know, supporting people buying more more guns, like like Governor Abbott uh, for Texas. He, he basically oh, he's terrible. He, he he over here talking about the same thing, talking about oh, you know, we're so sad for the families that lost loved ones today Stop. and this senseless killing, right? It's good and worse. But but yet, like said, yeah, it's crazy. But yet, he's also the same guy that previously tweeted. We're, we're uh, number two. We're number two behind the state of California. I'm just I'm embarrassed, uh, Texans, pick it up to, for gun sales. Like, so so now you're promoting people to, to buy guns without doing these well, what, essential backgrounds. What I just said. I said that when these things happen, it's a perfect opportunity for the NRA to get some free club. What did he do? He went out there and gave the NRA free club. He ran a free commercial ad for them by with that tweet. That's what I'm saying. Like. This and stuff is the, by design, bro. It's not a mistake. They have a conference this week, too. They have a conference in Houston this week. Trump, Autumn Blue's going to be there. Right. Autumn Republican Blue's going to be there. Bro, it's it's all strategic. All this stuff is good for business. As crazy as I sound saying, I'm looking, just think about it from the NRA's perspective. Not mine, obviously, guys. It's horrible. I was dropping that bomb on the damn podcast. It's horrible. But at the end, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's free pub for these guys. That's all it is. That's it's just free crazy, marketing. The crazy thing is, too, and you mentioned this. At this point, um, this country just needs a lot of help. Uh, you know, we say we're built on Christian values, and we were built on, you know, doing things with God. And little, every, every year... This country is doing something to take God out the equation. At this point, like how I view it, like, bro, let's just let us as a country take God's name out of this, bro. Take y'all want to take him out the schools, take him out the schools, take him off the money, and God we trust because y'all don't. This country has been corrupted from day one. What they did to the Native American, no way in the world. You do stuff like that and then think that things is going to work out. Even if you don't believe in God. Some of y'all believe in karma and stuff like you think. What you think America karma is like? Think, think, think about that. Even if you don't believe in God. A lot of people believe in karma. What you think America karma is like? All the stuff we do to these other countries. All the stuff we do to the people that's here. The amount of people that's homeless here. And the money that we choose not to, to fix those type of situations. But we got money to send. And no disrespect, what they're going through is tough. 
but we could send $76 million, $24 million to Ukraine. That's what we could do with our money here in this country. We in debt as a country, but we, we can help every country out in the world. Bro, but it's people. $53 million dollars for Ukraine. $53 million. Dollars. And it's people still that we can go. $53 billion? Million. 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 We can still, we can still. We can still, though, but this is my point. Because we can go South Orange. Not so much on where we live. South Orange. Montclair. North. There's some, there, we could literally find 10 people that's homeless right now. But we helping out a whole another country. We got still issues with race in this country. We still have issues with race. It's not. It's not solved. That issue is not solved on purpose. Of right? course, you I'm just see, saying. Like, yeah, you can read this. This country so is so far yeah. from yeah. anything dealing with God, and you don't think when stuff happened like Katrina that that's not because of the crap that we did. You don't think like for those that actually are believers, read the Bible. Read the Bible. When the Israelites did some dumb junk, God came, here come a plague. Boom, this happens. Oh, y'all complaining? Y'all not even gonna get out of the desert. Y'all just gonna be walking around the desert for 45 years, and the trip only took three years to get to the promised land. If God did that with the Israelites, what you think he's doing with America? Why does keep happening? Why this? Why that? We're a corrupt country. Money, the love of money is the only thing this country is about. We don't have things fair and equal. The middle class, we, much as we wanted to break apart from England, we have the same system, essentially. It's, it's a class system here. And they make it where they don't really want you to be able to get up out of your class system. Pull yourself up by loot traps. It's the American dream. There ain't no American dream here. You got your straps halfway up. Yeah, we got strap all the The moral is, yo, moral of the story is no matter where you stand, from a religious standpoint, from a political standpoint, all that stuff, I think we're all in the same place. We don't have the answer. No one has the answer. No one knows what's going to happen. Everyone knows what should happen, but it's not happening. We all know why it's happening. We all know why things are happening the way they're happening. So, look, man, like I, it's it's a very it's a very uh, bleak conversation to have because we can talk about all the solutions you want to talk about, but at the end of the week, we know nothing's changing. What's going to change? What's going to change? Oh, oh, I, I told I told Ariana today. I was telling I was talking. I was like, the only thing I can think of that might work, maybe, is this old generation dying out, and what in was the new. Within the news, there's a reason it's even more crazier than they are. I'm saying. So what? So what? What is it? If, can, can, can you guys honestly say this is a, is a democracy? Can you guys say this is a democracy? The way this thing works. Do you really believe that we live in a democratic society? That's the question that I, I, I've had in my mind all day. All day. Through, through, through Ariana crying about it, through, through people crying and, 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 and all the pain everyone's going through. Do people saying that you can't even recognize the bodies of these five-year-olds, these, these eight-year-olds, these ten-year-olds because there's only bullet holes in them? No. All I could think to myself was, do we live in a democratic society? That is the only question that's been on my mind the entire day. And the answer I keep coming up with, no matter how long I think about it, and I think, I'm in my mind, I'm in my head all damn day, is no. No. No, we don't. Because we can literally, and it boils down to back again. 
you be bought with money in this country, man. So if you're being bought with money and other people are controlling and have power, i.e. the NRA, that's it. There is no democracy because it's a select group of people that are really running the country. That That's literally it right there. It's a select group of people that are electoral controlling everything. Electoral you know? college. All that. Man, what's the popular vote still won the whole thing. Trump. What, what are we talking about? At the end of the day, how much control do you really have? Even at the grassroots level, y'all going to voting booths that the, the, the polling machines are put in closets. You guys are waiting in line for six hours. Y'all, y'all have work. Y'all have work. Y'all on the clock, though. Y'all not getting paid. So you guys, you guys got to leave the voting, the voting poll, the booths. You guys can't stay and vote. None of this stuff is a mistake. Guys, like, we're playing the same stupid rat race over and over again. It's every single thing. Like, it's the same thing. This is going to happen again. And all you've been praying is that it doesn't happen to someone you care about because that's the that's the game this is right now. I, that's really what this is. The same thing. What's what like is that bleak? I'm not. I'm not a negative person. No, I think that's why you have a numbness to it too because you're being realistic in the sense where this has been happening for so long. It's been happening since shoot, as far as we we can remember. And what you know is that nothing has ever been done about it. Right? It, it doesn't get any better. You know, we all were naive to the fact that when Sandy Hook happened, we thought there was going to be real change, right? But, like, there's just not what's going to be. Yeah, and, and, it, and that's the sad thing. And, and again, like, it sucks. It, it, it really sucks to hear that, you know, you're numb to the fact of it, right? But I think I think we all are. I think when we, when we all saw it, we're like, damn, again? And... And the scary part is, is like, we're all gonna have kids. I got a daughter on the way. You got a baby on the way. You have a son that's in school, and we can't protect them when when they go to school. And we don't know whether it's gonna hit the school that they go to, an area close to home. And I think that's the problem with society is people only care when it happens to them or somebody they know. They only care if it's in their area or if it happens to one of their loved ones and then they want to react, right? But until, I don't even know, but people are going to continue to be numb to the fact unless it happens to them. You know, if these lawmakers, what if it happened to one of their kids, right? But you know, them, their kids are at the best private schools. They don't have to worry about any of that. So. I'll be so sure about that. So the thing, the thing that's nothing should surprise me. That's yeah. all I'm saying. That's right. The thing, even when we look at our movies, right? I think at some point, the purge is gonna happen in real life. And watching the purge is so realistic in regards. If you've ever seen any of the purges. They go after lawmakers in the bird. They be wanting to kill people that's in government. This is why. Like, this is why. I mean, we damn near started in January last year with the Capitol riots. And that, this, this is exactly why. Wrong? No, it's just. Like, come on. No, it's, like, just, like, it's, it's, it's ironic that they were the ones who were hiding. They're not the ones who. I'm not, I don't want to get no crazy conspiracy though. We can do this all day. They're not the ones. They're not the ones the lawmakers are worried about. 
They're not the ones getting screwed by the law. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah. I, I'm more so talking In a first scenario he's talking about, I don't think they're the ones driving. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. I'm talking about having the balls to do something in that magnitude. Sounds about white. I don't know if anybody, anybody else I, I really don't know what else to be said, what could be said. Like I said, the only thing I know to do and can do at this point is just keep praying and pray for our families. Love your loved ones. This, this is all I know for us to do at this point because it's literally by the grace of God that we're all still here. Literally. As funny as all where <laughs> we've all seen danger seen and unseen, where we could be in a situation we're talking about we're not here. It's literally only because of God's grace that our family members, everybody is still here. We've all dealt with different things, car accidents, injuries, being an athlete, like being an athlete. You see freak accidents, somebody fall a certain way, break their neck, and they're forever in a wheelchair. They become like it's my grace of God. We're not in a situation, we're not talking about yo, I gotta go marry my child. Just being black men in general. Like by the grace of God. It's time where I know just because of so much anger pinned up, how I handle stuff with police, I should be there. Because you know how they teach you to handle things correctly, that you handle will be respectful. It's happening so often that I had to like get help and prayer because it was raging and built up. So I saw a cop, they pulled me over on sight. I'm yelling, I'm arguing, uh, bro, you should be, Tone should be dead. There would be no benchmark. Tone should be dead. But by the grace of God, it's the, the last days we live in. The only thing you can do is literally pray God keeps you, pray God covers you, gives you direction of what to do, where to go, and trust me, even if you don't believe me, there are plenty of people that before us, before us being on this earth, that can attest God will, God will talk to you. God will tell you, like, I. You may not know why. You may not. Uh, I'm just trying to say, home, and you find out. Sometimes we don't find out why we are protected from what we're protected from. But it's those times where I literally think we're given the access to be like, yo, the route you normally take, there was a five car accident, two people died. But you ain't take that route that day. What you think that was? That ain't a coincidence. Sometimes they say sometimes rejection is God's protection. I heard that. So that's some word. It's true. So I know it's not that we have to have objection directly, but in a way, sometimes you don't get that job, sometimes you don't get that opportunity, sometimes you don't get that thing you want so bad your whole life. You don't know why. So you don't know why until later. It's like, oh, oh well, the company went under. Wow, CEOs. I mean not to me like just crazy stuff. You know, and you just find out. So um, I I don't know. It's it's yeah. Pray, stay prayed up for real. There's no other answer. I, I 
there's no other answer. I don't even know what else you could possibly think the answer is, but you stay prayed up and stay safe. Take take the extra precautionary measures. Don't take a moment for granted because it's a crazy world we live in. I mean, we can't even close out the show normally. Like we would close it out, like yo, stay ready, you gotta. That's not. Let's take an episode that was really to do that. Over. I would just literally like have to close it out on. Life is precious, man. Life is precious. You never know your last breath. You never know the last time you see somebody. The anger, the unforgiveness, the grudges you hold in, let it go. Let it go. Forgive that person. Show love to that person. Call that family member that you had to talk to. Life is really short. You never know when your last breath is like. Every time you wake up, keep it in mind. There's somebody in this world that did not wake up. We got plenty of stuff that we can try to complain about. It. I don't have this. I'm not a millionaire. This is not happening. I don't have followers on Instagram. Bruh, somebody's not breathing. Somebody's not able to walk. You complaining that you don't have the best food. Somebody's not even able to taste the food that they're eating. Like little stuff like that. People don't have all their senses. Some people can't hear. Some people can't see. Some people can't smell. Don't take anything, anything, any relationships, any friendships. Don't take anything for granted. Appreciate everything that you have. Talk to those people. Get the help you need. If you need mental health, get the help you need. While you're still here, man. And especially, especially for those that don't believe in the afterlife, really do value every day. I know me, I, I'm not from here. It's not, it's not, it's not my whole video. It's not yellow for me. I live again, so I'm, you know, for, I'm living with something else. But for those that don't, Enjoy every day here. And if you get a chance, I know this is not a typical show. We don't, we don't really preach that. We don't do that on the show. But if you don't, you know, get get to know God, bro. So you can live after this. Once you once you once you leave it, you can live after this. That's that's what we're looking for anyway. You talk about after this. A better place where we ain't gotta worry about this. Even 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 if you don't believe in God, bro, just think about that. There's a place that we believe called heaven where there is no mass shootings. There is no racism. No more tears. Think about it, bro. Peace. Bitch, my buddy.